As we start another day, maybe some of you going to pick up a few friends, a few co-workers, maybe, or I think most, like the rest of us, just kind of meandering out to the car, and whenever it's your time to go, you're going to drive yourself. Yeah. Right? AJ and McCall on VFX. I have a friend who apparently carpools, which I got to be honest, I knew existed, but kind of threw me for a loop because... One, I don't really know anyone else that has ever done it. And two, right. maybe a little bit selfish. I don't think I'd make that choice if I could help it. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I mean, there are a couple of times that I've thought, well, you know, maybe I could give somebody a ride to work. Especially where I live. But, like, I get up at not normal times. That doesn't help. Right. Uh... I felt like it would be kind of selfish to say just flat out be like, no carpool. I don't, I really don't, nah. I really don't think it's like a selfish thing. Like we've got friends in the building that have done like a work carpool for a hot minute and that's, I mean, whatever, but I guess I'm not really like that great of friends with people that I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I could spend my entire commute going with them. Like, the only person I'm like, yeah, okay, I could do that is, like, with Dustin. Uh, we had a poll not that long ago that said, would you have you carpooled to work? 79% of people said, nah, all by myself. And the funny thing is, based on some of the comments, the biggest thing is most people just want to be able to listen to their music and be able to... Yeah, it's just kind of like a decompress type decompress situation. Get ready for the day. Yeah, because I do that kind of thing. So I, if you carpool to work, you have something I think most of us don't. So yeah. bravo. You know, and I think a lot of people, um, when it comes to the carpooling to work type of thing, like if they're working around here, like if they're working in the Logan Cash Valley vicinity, majority of the time, it's like they're going to work at different times than other people, et cetera. Now I've got friends that live in my town that they all work in like a different area they work in the south like ogden-ish area right and so they will carpool together because they're all going to the same place and I mean, you, if you know you gotta cover a, a decent distance i i could understand the yeah. concept i mean i just i feel like at the end of the day i'd still money or not i'd still want to be able to leave when i wanted to leave be just in control and then have the car to myself to decompress as you said and then that's what i that's what i would want yeah Money would, for the most part, probably not be an object when it came to that. Right. Speaking of money, could McCall get her hands on some? Mm. Apparently. Though I got to tell you, I think this is legitimate, but I always feel like these things are scams. Now, if I say it's your money and you need it now, Uh everybody knows that. AJ and McCall on VFX. And I think, McCall, you're entitled to some money. I'm pretty sure. AJ and McCall at VFX. Though I'm not totally sure because I always feel like these are scams. Apple has a class action lawsuit against it because of, and I quote, battery gate. Yeah. Because if I don't remember, they revealed that they slowed down the battery on older models, right? To yep. conserve to be able to, battery to, life, but really it was a scam. Yeah. So basically they, they slowed it down so that people would upgrade. That's yeah. why they did it. That's why. But their, their argument was conserve battery life. Yeah. Yeah. So they did it. Uh, because of that, there's a class action lawsuit that you could be eligible for a $25 settlement. Which is like, hey, you know what? $25 settlement? Sure. So I pulled up my... Uh, I I signed up for it. Because I have a Apple... It's a 7... Says you'll need to know a serial S number of plus. your 6, 6S, SE, or 7 to submit a claim. Yeah. So I've got the 7 Plus. And I've loved her for three years. Mind you, it is 621 in the morning. I unplugged my phone at 5 o'clock this morning, and it is at 80%. Okay, so it's been an hour and a half, and I've literally driven into work, and I've been here for... You're giving them fodder for like, see, this is why we slowed it down. A little bit of time. So I have my lovely important battery message that is now on my phone. I can go into my settings. I can look at my battery message. And so now it says that the measure of my battery capacity relative to when it was new. So my maximum capacity for my phone right now for my battery is 73%. It says it's 100, but it's only 73%. That kind of stinks. It sucks. 
I mean, it makes sense. It Phones sucks. Wear down. So anyway, they've got the peak performance capability. Uh, batteries currently supporting normal peak performance. Optimized battery charging. Like, there's all sorts of settings and stuff in your battery health. But I'm, like, going through and looking at it to see how much it says your battery's health is significantly degraded. An Apple-authorized service provider can replace the battery to restore full performance and capacity. Look, if I'm going to be putting a new battery in my phone, I may as well just get a new one. Period. End of story. Period. End of story. It's crazy. Dustin got a brand new phone. Like, he got the, the one that was just released this last year, the 10, I think. Is it the 10? Anyway, he ended up just getting that one, and he's like, my battery lasts for like two days. I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. Mine can't last through the morning show. Freaking batteries. Well, at least you can win $25. Woohoo, 25 whole dollars. You Look, could put that towards a new phone. I can see right here, there's a lovely little graph, a bar graph for those of us that like to see visuals of like when it's green, when it's in the higher percentage versus when it's like all in the low battery percentage. It's ridiculous. Charging versus not charging. It takes like 15 hours to charge my stupid phone. Bless you, phone. I'm grateful for you. It really, it, I mean, I feel like you're just giving Apple all the things they need to win the lawsuit. So I know. You should, I don't know, maybe just shh. Give me some cash. Take your 25 bucks. You guys broke my phone. Uh, yesterday, we ran it to a neighbor who had an issue. They got a polite invite, took advantage, and then locked out. Yeah. So was the invite legit? Did they do something to upset their other neighbor? Poll is up on Twitter, okay. not to be confused with the poll day, which we're going to look at here in a second, for the Beezer Lock Key debate at 8 on VFX. You decide if you're on my side or my girlfriend's side, as she lent her phone to a stranger this weekend in the grocery <sighs> store, and I say, no, You're don't, crazy. Don't do that. You shouldn't have done that. But we're not done with germs. Maybe a factor in this yeah. situation, because after my dispute with my neighbors, uh, we got a message from someone looking for some advice. And what was the message, McCall? So the message is about... Somebody being lent a key to a pool. So with this lovely little pool, somebody just asked, hey, it's okay if you borrow my pool. They said, yeah, that's fine. Here you go. Here's a key. Uh, I'll probably use it this weekend. They said, okay, that's fine. So this guy rolls up to go swim in the pool and everything was fine. They cleaned up after themselves. You know, there was no worries, etc. Come next weekend... This guy goes to go over to the pool and his neighbor has changed the locks on the pool. So our friend is like, what did I do wrong? Did I do something wrong? And got super paranoid and now they're trying to figure out what the crap happened. Right? Right. I mean, my first thought is they hate me. I did something wrong. They hate me. Obviously. Corey, what do you think? It sounded like that neighbor was just being nice and just saying, yeah, you can use the pool anytime you want. But, you know, maybe you didn't really expect him to actually use the pool. And it kind of feel like it was a little bit drastic change in the locks. But, hey, you probably shouldn't have offered him to swim in his pool in the first place, right? I mean, that's fair. My yeah. initial my initial thought, again, is that I was like, okay, what did I do wrong? Right. And maybe the neighbor was just being nice. I, I maybe. Honest, even if the, so if I had a neighbor that I was actually cool with and I knew them and they offered to use the pool, I would absolutely be tempted, especially this year. Sure. Because you can't go to, you know, public right, pools right. and stuff. But I don't know. I'm cashing in on it I immediately. Wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I, no, I wouldn't. My mom's got a pool at her house. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that like there have been people that have been like, hey, is there, you know, can we borrow it or whatever? And like people have used it. Mm-hmm. But like thinking about it from my perspective, if I ever had a pool, no. We'll, and maybe that's maybe that's on selfishness. Wait, well, no, we'll, we'll get to the poll of the day because it asks that exact question. But first, uh, Ellie, what do you think about this neighbor pool thing? Maybe they found, I mean, like, personally, I would never let anyone use my pool. And that's because according to the law, if somebody gets injured or drowns in your pool, you're responsible. Yep. Insurance-ish. Yeah. So I would, I would be very careful giving someone my key. But in this situation, they probably just used it, you know, if they used it too long or too much or, you know, the person... Maybe they have a spouse who was like, hold up, why did you do that? I don't agree yeah. with that. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and they're embarrassed to bring that up. <laughs> so are you on board with the passive-aggressive changing locks and not saying anything? No, not at all. Communication is always best, but yeah. I can understand it. Yeah. Thanks, Ellie. Could you imagine, like, you're like, all right, so you could use the pool, but you got to sign this legally binding agreement, so if you do something stupid, you can't sue me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Is have this you a- made someone sign a legally binding agreement before? Yeah. Over what? So growing up, we used to have a trampoline that was a very, 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 very old trampoline. Okay. And it was like the bounciest of trampolines. I loved it. Oh, it was a very, very trampled trampoline. But before anybody was allowed to come and jump on our trampoline, they made their parent, my mom made their parents sign paperwork to say that we wouldn't get sued if their kid got injured. Which looking back, I'm like... <laughs> Based wow. on this, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that That's makes sense. That's so smart. How expensive yeah. is that, though? Like, you have to pay for all sorts of different different issues, and <laughs> you'd hope that it would never be a problem. However, flashback, I actually had somebody who, one of our friends, our neighbors, their kid got hit uh-huh. um, by somebody in our family, sort of, that was riding a bicycle, and their kid ran out anyway. It ended up causing an injury. Their kid ended up breaking like their arm or something. And so it was a mess. And my, my parents were like, Hey, can you know, do you want anything for it? And they're like, no, 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 we got it. And then they came back later and they were like, Hey, actually we need you to pay for it. So I totally get where my mom was coming from with the trampoline. To answer your question, McCall, how expensive is that? Less expensive than getting sued. Yeah. (laughs) So, Back to what McCall said before we had Ellie on the phone. And thank you to everyone that, that jumped in for the debate today on VFX. Maybe it's selfish of me to not let anyone borrow my pool, right? Palmer Hunt Furnishing Pool of the Day. If you had a pool in your backyard, would you offer to let your neighbors use it? 76% of people said, mine, all mine. Yeah. Three-fourths were like, eh-eh. Yep. Get you own. I, I don't blame it. I don't. I'm on board, too, for the record. Yeah. This is mine. I must just start drafting up some uh, some pre pre agreements based on things. Yeah, it's funny because in the after show we start talking about producer Butters. Uh, he's got a hot tub and how he doesn't let but use it. It's funny after talking at the debate. You're like, yeah, I guess I kind of get it. Oh yeah, sign some agreements too. Like, all right, well you can't do this, you can't sue, you violate. You are no longer allowed in the hot tub. Never again can you be in my hot tub. Period. End of story. And yesterday's debate at eight started with a disagreement between me and Ashley because over the weekend she let a stranger borrow her phone in the Mm -hmm. grocery store. And I told you, you can't do that. That's crazy. Uh, The poll that we put up on Twitter, uh, would you let a stranger borrow your phone and do something nice? Or were you on my side and said, absolutely not. Do not borrow. Clean sweep. No votes for Ashley's side. Sorry, Ashley. Yes. Yes. AJ and McCall on VFX. Let us get the three crazy headlines so you can decide if you want to win food or fun with AJ and McCall. Three headlines, please, McCall. Okay. These are not great. Headline number one. Some guy by the name of Justice, Love, Peace, is wanted for double murders. That can't be legit. It's it's legit. It's real. It's real. Wanted on a double murder. Huh. There's story one. Do you think at some point while he was committing these atrocious acts, he thought about it? Like maybe they were somebody he knew and they said justice out loud and then they were pleading. They said justice, love, peace. And at no point it dawned and be like, huh. That's not any of those things that I'm doing right now. Huh. Mm. There's story one. Then we got story number two, which involves a dad who got a DUI. Told the cops he was driving on the wrong side of the road to scare his kids. Because they were misbehaving. So he's like, no, it's not because I'm drunk. It's because I want to scare the children. Terrifying. I will second. Absolutely terrifying. Yep. Couple options ahead of that. Yep. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, and then story number three. A lady tried to hire Mm, a hitman. Not a kid. Through the joke site called (laughs) rentahitman.com. <laughs> I'm gonna go there right now. Boom! She don't go there. We're gonna get blocked on our side. It's a joke site, apparently. But there you go. <laughs> Three crazy stories. Got a problem? Yeah. All right. Let's find out some information. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Don't go there. Obviously, please don't, don't go to redahitman.com. I, I, I gotta be honest or with do, you. Whatever. I'm Your not. Choice. I'm not ignorant to the fact that they're hitman. But before Florida, or not I never would have thought it would have been so accessible. But like once a quarter for sure, if not once every month, two months, we absolutely have a story about someone trying to get a hitman to do something for him. And I would have just been like, I don't even know where to go. Like, right. Would you Craigslist that? What are we no. doing? That's how you know. KSL hitman. Hitman.com. Anyway, there you go. Three crazy stories. Let's play. You know what? I want to hire a hitman. Uh-huh.
No. And then you get fooled by a joke website. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh, I think that's a sign. AJ and McCall on VFX. I mean, Sean, just think about it. Not that you would ever actually think about it, but you decide. You know, I'm gonna get a hitman. You know, you're committing a crime, the highest order. You do no research, you get fooled by a joke website. I'm not saying we should pick story number three, but I mean, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right? Let's see the full story. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe something else funny will stand out about the other ones. Okay, so we got story number one, which involves people, uh, police looking for a man by the name of Justice Love Peace in connection with the murders of his son's mother and grandmother. Jeez. Yeah. This is kind of a ridiculous situation. Ironic with the name, however. So they're saying he's a, quote, person of interest in this double homicide. <laughs> I, 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 don't I don't know, know man. I don't have much more to add than the irony. That is just, that's that's <gasps> all I got to add to that one. <laughs> ugly. There's story one. Story number two. A dad got a DUI. While driving on the wrong side of the road. And now why in the world would he be driving on the wrong side of the road? He said, quote, to scare his misbehaving children. Mm. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. I, I I don't understand how he'd be like, yup, I'm just, uh, I'm doing this because I want to scare him. He got charged with DUI and two counts of child neglect and possession of marijuana. Because he, at that point, had drunk enough. He was like, whatever, let's get hit. Let's see we'll what happens. We'll scare these kids. Jeez, I, uh, oh, yeah. my gosh. Could you imagine? Like, I remember go southbound in northbound lanes. Road tripping up to Chicago once, and it was snowing, and we spun out, and thank goodness we hit nothing. Mm-hmm. But after doing that, I hated sitting in the passenger seat. I would get so anxious if I felt like the driver was getting too close to the back car or anything like that. I cannot imagine what it's like. For, like I wouldn't want to be in the car. I wouldn't no. want to be back in the car. No. So there's story two. And then we got story number three, which (laughs) involves a 51-year-old lady that was arrested after she thought a joke website called rentahitman.com was real. And she sent a request to have her ex-husband killed. The owner of the site called the police who set up a sting. They arrested her and she offered an undercover cop five grand for the hit. People. If your hitman is taking $5,000, you are going to be getting arrested. Like the episode of The Office where Dwight's friend comes in with a sandwich and it has a pipe in it. Yeah, right. This is for Oscar. (laughs) The entire site itself is a joke. They have 18,000 hitmen stationed across the country. How do you not think like murder is illegal? There's no way this website is legit. Like you didn't stumble to the dark web. Check it out. It's headquartered at the Mar-a-Lago Club. And that company recently had to cut ties with the Illuminati. Uh, It also brags about being HIPAA compliant, which stands for Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. Oh, that solves it. She still fell for it. uh, Shopper privilege here, obviously. Filed the request. Boom, arrested. Oh, my gosh. I'm, yeah. All right, Sean. That being said, then, (laughs) I know how much we love story number three, but what are you thinking? Man, I'm thinking number three. That's just uh, too funny for me. It's got to be three. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. I'm with it. Let's roll with it, McCall. It's got to. It's got to be. It's got to be story number three. It's not. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. That one happened in uh, Detroit. Really? Yeah. I thought for sure when no. you said the Mar-a-Lago thing, that's what uh, Trump's thing is, right? In Florida, I thought for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was it. Nearby at worst. Yeah. Curses. Sorry, man. I will let the record show you got to go to KSL to get a hitman, not rentahitman.com. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Florida, not on VFX. <sighs> okay. 50 okay. 50 shot. AJ and McCall on VFX. Look, let's look at the bright side here, Paul. We, we all love story number three. We all thought it was hilarious. That one is gone. We can't be tricked by it anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're on the same page. Two remaining stories, please. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves a guy named Justice Love Peace, who was wanted for double murders. That uh, It's really just not a good story. It's just ironic that that's his name. <laughs> also, like, do you think his real name actually is Peace? I don't know, man. 
I because like that sets this whole thing up. Like if he was named Justice, yeah. I, like I knew a girl in high school who was named Justice. Right. I'm pretty sure her middle name wasn't Love, but like for realsies, like yeah. parents, like what? No, I don't know, man. So there's uh, there's story number one, and then we got story number two, which involves a dad who got a DUI. For driving the wrong direction on the road. Now, when the cops asked why, he said he wanted to scare his kids because they were misbehaving, and this was a way. Oh, jeez. That's exactly how I feel about it. Um, anyway, there you go. The two remaining crazy stories. I don't really have much more to add to it because uh, this is a mess. That's it. Swerve. That's, yeah. Oh, jeez. Whew. It gives me anxiety right now. I'm not even in the car. I know. That being said, Paul, what are you feeling? Because I think we go with number two. I, maybe it's just because number one makes me sad because it's just kind of a sucky story. But two is dumb and it makes us chuckle. And I know that wasn't the case when we picked story three, the first go around here. But, 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 it's usually a safe bet when it comes to Florida or not. A lot of weirdos in Florida, so that might be in there. <laughs> we can go with number two. Okay. Fingers crossed here, because I'm going to be really sad, McCall, if it's the super sad story with the ironic name. Is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. Oh. Nicely done. Victorio. Victorio. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you to get you all squared away for some prizes. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dad, for driving thanks, on the wrong Dad. side. We learned so much. Uh, you know that on a solve it uh, was a few weeks ago we found out parent, uh, kids were asked to rank their uh, parents based on their driving, and a majority picked Dad as safer than Mom. Mm-hmm. Not in this Floridian case. No. Nope. Florida not on VFX. You know, okay. That's story number one made us sad, so let's, let's, let's find some positivity. Okay. One of, I think... Real decent people, McCall's problem. Not to say that there aren't good people who are able to brag about themselves, but I think a lot of decent people, more often than not, are a little bit too humble. So it's time to put on a little shine on your own name to brag a little bit. Okay. But if it makes you feel better, it'll just be about unusual things. Oh. AJ and McCall at VFX. I think most decent people are humble enough that when it gets to like uh, talk about themselves... Kind of get a little sheepish about it. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like an egomaniac. But it's good to you know, put some shine on your name, right? So I think an easy way to segue into that, McCall, to get better at doing it is if you just pick unusual things that just sound funny, because then you know it's sarcastic. It's a joke. It's good practice. So I mean, what like for for instance, anybody's familiar with video games? Xbox has this thing called Gamer Score. Yeah, for games for seven straight months now, because I finished it yesterday. I've got at least a thousand gamer score each month in nice. 2020. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. I think. That's not bad. I, just, I think that's good. Right, so do my time. I don't know. It's all right. It's a decent benchmark. Something unusual, McCall. Something generally you wouldn't brag about, but just to get better at it. Um, putting some shine on your name. A little bit of shine. I've been spending a lot of time doing research on stuff. And so, like, I'm proud of myself for, like, researching things. I created a spreadsheet yesterday. There it is. I felt pretty dang good. There it is. I was like, look, a spreadsheet. Dustin was like, good job. You learned how to use Excel. I'll give you a high five. You created a table. <laughs> good job, McCall. Yesterday, Ashley had to get some uh, blood work done uh-huh. to just test to see she has, uh, I don't know, I don't, she had to get some blood work done. I hate hospitals. Right. I went in the hospital and was there. The good job. Thing. And normally, I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not going to the hospital. Well, yeah. good job then. Yeah. I was, dude, I was so excited about my freaking table that I created. I was like, that was like the most grown up I've ever felt. I did it. Well, then you got, now you're going to make it into a PowerPoint presentation. I don't know I, who you're I, presenting no, it I'm not for, presenting it to anybody. But you got to make it to own, a PowerPoint This is my own studies that I have created for my own financial gain potentially that's why you got to do it because then you'll be able to focus and put your thoughts down in a way like if you ever had to present it then you'll have it all concise and where else why that's the next step spreadsheet powerpoint presentation. dude i've been so proud of myself i've been taking a lot of like classes online they've just been like digital marketing type stuff trying to learn more about that kind of thing which again makes me feel weird but totally brag worthy because it's like i never thought i'd do this 
I discovered how much easier it is to take notes on a laptop. Game changer, dude. Game changer. It's amazing. I can take it with me. So nice. Like literally the coolest thing I've ever done. So excited. I told Dustin, I was like, look, I took notes. And he's like, what what do you want? Like a gold star? Like, good job. Took notes. Woohoo. So proud. AJ McCall on VFX. Sometimes for Would You Rather Wednesday, superpowers are up for for grabs. Yeah. Today, superpower definitely is up for grab, but I don't think you're going to like the result of either decision. Nope. AJ McCall at VFX. Now, if you had a superpower, it's definitely bragworthy. Who wouldn't want one? Yeah. It's never that easy in Would You Rather Wednesday because your choices are x-ray vision. Cool. But you can only have it, and it only works on people you're not attracted to, or everyone else has it except you. Okay. And everybody can see... Okay. Everybody see your business. Okay. So who gets the superpowers? Uh, my choice is everybody else. Because tr- truthfully, if we're talking x-ray vision, we're seeing bones. That's fair. I mean, unless because you... Because last time some I point, checked, Maybe you could learn how to control it to see... I don't think so. I mean, sure, maybe. But no. Sure. Unless we're getting like... Uh, MRI vision or something like that. Well, uh, what do you think, Josh? Which way are you going here? Everybody else or you? Who's getting x-ray vision? I'm going to go with everyone else. That's what I think, too. You guys have confidence <laughs> I don't have. Like, I, I know. I, oh, with great responsibility, AJ, don't be a perv. But I, 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 I don't I just, want people staring through my clothes. I don't really care. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I already are. I guess that's growing up as a woman. That's just yeah. what you feel. <laughs> That's the motivation there, Josh, I think, to get some working out, though, right? If everybody else can just see through your clothes willy-nilly, like, all right, all right, I'm actually going to get to the gym this time. Right, absolutely. <laughs> get a tan on, watch for stretch marks, acne, all of that. Oh, boy. I've, more power to you. You got the confidence to rock with uh, everyone else having x-ray vision on it. I tip my cap to you because I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I'd prefer everybody else have it because I don't want to have to, I don't know, I don't want to have to see everything of everybody of all the time. Well, I'm a only, pass. It's only people you're unattracted to. So if you just, I don't uh, care. if you carry love in your heart. Mm, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the sentiment. I just don't want to see it all. I don't. Pick for yourself. Would you rather Wednesday, of course, on our social media, Utah's VFX. Uh, you can have x-ray vision, only works on people you're not attracted to, or everyone else has x-ray vision but you. Everyone else is in the party, you're not invited. Utah's VFX, all social media. Wednesday's a chance to, fingers crossed, for some of us, maybe relive some of our favorite movies. Yeah. For others, <laughs> hopefully get them interested in some, dare I say, classic sometimes. The IQ test, the I quote test. AJ McCall on VFX. So on Wednesday, we started the IQ test, the I quote test, because yeah. it just became so frustrating for me to quote movies to also produce Butters and McCall and then just <laughs> and over the head. So I'm going to give you a clue on this one because I'll admit this quote itself is a little bit more obscure. Great. We had the actor that is uh, part of this movie and a little bit in this quote recently for the IQ test. That is your hint. Okay. You don't remember the other IQ test? Just I do. Okay. I do. So I've remembered a couple of them. We've done like three of them. Here's the line. Uh-oh. Need a hand while you just wait. We'll help you out. We each have eight. I'm going to guess Jumanji? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even get to my favorite part. Yes, it is Jumanji. Yeah. I've never seen it. Look, you're just going to be disappointed. Like, I'm good at guessing movies even though I've never seen them. So, uh, Robin, it was obscure. We had it is because the one I like to quote. My friends and I quote the Van Pelt one, but I wanted to do this one because the Robin Williams line in this in this quote specifically, which I didn't get to, is great. So here it is. Need a hand? While you just wait, we'll help you out. We each have eight. Nothing. You don't go well for nothing. Well, 
You don't go woo for my, nothing. That's my favorite that's part. Woo for nothing. Yeah. So Robin Williams, we had him for Mrs. Doubtfire last week. He actually it would have been his birthday yesterday. Aww. So I figured it was appropriate to have Sad. him on for the IQ test. And you really ought to see Jumanji. It is it's a great Robin Williams flick. There's so many quotable lines. There was another movie that Dustin brought up like three days ago. We were watching something and it came up as like a suggestion. He's like, Have you ever seen it? And I was like, No. He's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just, sorry. You just get it for you. Just get it for both sides now. Yeah, just, I'm just, sorry. Just, just maybe you should get. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen those. They've they've come out with these different kinds of rollable posters. There's ones that's like a hundred places to travel, a hundred landmarks to see, a hundred foods to eat, a yeah. hundred movies to watch. You should you should maybe invest in the movies one and then just just start scratching them off. They're fun. You can scratch them off. It's great. I'll have to try it sometime. Fingers crossed. We'll cross our fingers. fingers It's okay. McCall wins the IQ test on VFX. So Jumanji was the movie. Yeah. And in somewhat Jumanji form, I I knew it. I knew that these treasure hunts were going to catch on. Well, now there's one in Michigan that has become even larger than all the other ones we've experienced. Here in Utah this year, we've already gotten a little bit of a taste of the treasure hunt thing. AJ and McCall at VFX. Of course, that big treasure that was found in Colorado in the Rockies. Mm-hmm. There's that family that stashed $5,000 cash uh, in the Utah mountain range. Well, now it's gotten even larger. It's caught on. In Michigan, a jewelry store owner has transferred his business, uh, transformed his business because of the pandemic. So what he did is he took all of his inventory. All of it? Buried around the entire state of Michigan. Mm. And now selling tickets where people can get clues to hunt for buried treasure. You know, I think that's a great idea, sort of. I just got to think about all of the red tape that you got to cut through in order to bury this treasure. Because, like, is it on private property? Probably not. Is it on public land? I'd assume it would more so be on the public land. However, like, I just I don't know. How are you hiding it? Like... So it doesn't say what the total cost of his inventory is. It says each treasure is worth about $4,000. The ticket costs forty nine dollars per guest. First That's treasure a good hunt's return supposed on to your investment, though. 1st. Well, it's more than one treasure, though, I think. Well, I guess you could sell them each one. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope. You like, better hope that nobody's like, all right, leaking it online. Right. WikiLeaks gets in on this. One person pays for, like, this is beyond. We, we, we know the Netflix thing. There's one person who supports, like, 50 people. In all honesty, if you're, if you're in Michigan, are you not having one person buy it and then telling the rest of your family? Maybe, but is it, like, clues? Is it, like, $49 or whatever for one specific clue to one specific piece of jewelry? Like, is it only $50 or whatever for the one piece of jewelry? Or I think he like bundled a- them because it says each treasure's worth about 4000 and the first one starts on the 1st of August. It says people can buy tickets to the quest, they'll get clues where the treasure's buried, and from there it's a race. Huh. That's very weird. I, I don't know it, how I feel about it. Hope it works out. You know, can Could you imagine you, if this goes well, then he's just never going to have a right? brick and mortar store ever again. Right. We'll just do like a <laughs> just you treasure hunts constantly. Hey, treasure hunts are cool. I wouldn't do it, but I. That's not what I prefer to spend my time on. You're not going. You're not interested in the treasure hunt Mm-mm. thing. And I wasn't feeling it when it was the five thousand dollar cash hike. No. And then we had a former uh, co-host. Or former co-worker, co-worker yeah, who and ended up going on there. Who tried yeah. and was very upset about the way it was laid out. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm all for going out and making some money one way or the other. But at, hiking around is not necessarily a way for me. Get the shovel McCall, $4,000 treasure. Uh, no. Stashes of gold, diamonds, silver, and more. If I were more into like jewelry or just think of how many presents you'd have saved up for family members. Eight presents for my own self. Uh. Not giving those to anybody. You Shoot. I appreciate my family, but like I'll get you a Mountain Dew and you know, Cheetos. And I'll be like, here you go. Happy birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Johnny's treasurequest.com has huh. the tickets and the info. Someone's decided, well, I'm not doing anything this summer. I guess I'll go to Michigan. Guess I'll go to hunt. Michigan. Why not? Yeah, it's a great idea. Michigan treasure hunting. 
We've got more neighbor issues. Oh, this time, uh, well, someone decided to sink to the passive-aggressive level. Uh, We're not sure if that was the case yesterday with the neighbors in the pool. But hey, water and swimwear is involved again today. You know, I think it's just pretty easy to tell that uh pandemic's been going on too long. <laughs> we got some more neighbor issues and it. Seems like those people that maybe you encounter pretty regularly just yeah. kind of starting to get sick of their faces. Right. AJ and McCall on VFX, the Beezer Lock and Key debate date. We have quite the tale this, to regale. This is quite a mess, to be honest. Have at you, McCall. Okay. So there's a lady that has been pretty much shunned by her neighbors because uh, about a month ago, one of the guys in the neighborhood helped her jumpstart her car. That's very, very nice of, of him. that guy. Yeah. So to be nice, she went in, grabbed him a drink, and they sat out on the front pad- patio and just talked. You know, had a good time. Chatted it up. Apparently, it made his wife jealous, though, because since then, she won't wave at her. She totally ignores her. And same with two other women that live next door. Come on. Because, you know, friends and whatever. Obviously, wife one is jealous and annoyed that our lovely messenger would dare have... Be nice. Th- yeah, this husband sit sit with her and have a drink. Now, again, it was on the front porch. They were chilling there, having a conversation. It's not like things went inside. They were just sitting on a front porch. Good clarification. Okay. Now, since these two other women that used to be nice to her are also snubbing her, she knows it has to be because wife one is friends with them and told them that this girl was flirting with her husband. Now, this lady is not interested in the husband at all. She was just genuinely grateful that he came over to help her jump her car because she lives solo dolo. And so she was just really thankful. Yeah. So now she says out of spite, she started to, uh, she decided she wanted to wash her car. Okay. In her bikini. (laughs) <laughs> uh, because she figured these women just, she's like, look, I know I look hot, but these guys apparently like the, the ladies are just feeling really, I don't know, self-conscious or something. Anyway, she says she feels petty, but she also feels good about it. She wants to know what we think. <laughs> she also wants to know what the listeners think. Um, oh. I don't know how to feel about it because honestly, if you were like, if Dustin were to help somebody jump their car in our neighborhood, seems possible. And they were to say, hey, thank you. You want to come over and, you know, grab a drink or whatever, sit and chat for a minute. And he said, sure, I wouldn't care. Because again, it doesn't necessarily, it's, it's not, it doesn't fall on that lady. That brought the drinks out. It falls on the guy who is in a serious relationship, period, end of story. So you do think there's grounds for the wife then to be upset based on the potential? No. I think the wife would, I think the, if, if the wife is upset, it has to do with her own trust issues with right. this guy, maybe in the past. But it doesn't fall on the freaking lady, okay? If you're mad, you can't be mad at the lady who was trying to be nice and offer a drink to this guy who just helped her fix her car. By the way, it was root beer. Hello? (laughs) Chill. So one one more question for clarification because we got somebody on the phone then. Do you agree with her passive-aggressive response? Hey, if you think you look good washing your car in a bikini and it's warm outside, go out there and do it. Whatever. Haley, what do you think? I am just, that story is absolutely crazy. And I just want to say that, honestly, I think the wife of the husband is completely overreacting and more power to the neighbor. It's her property. She can do whatever she wants. Like, get out there and show them what you're made of. Because, honestly, the wife is the one starting so much unnecessary drama. Agreed. That's gonna be like exhausting too, right? Oh my like, gosh. To get together and have meetings about all right. So oh my we're gosh, you guys! Crap about guess this what? Way. This just happened. Freezer out this way. I I I don't understand this kind of drama. I really don't. I mean, if there's something to be discussed, and there's like something really happening in this husband's situation with the girl that he helped jump her car. 
I guess there's a situation to be discussed. But unless you actually have a physical conversation or a verbal conversation with the girl and your husband to figure out what's going on, I run in your mouth to your friends about something that you think possibly could have maybe happened is only causing more damage to your relationship and you need therapy. I mean, that's the craziest thing is it'd be one thing. I mean, I guess you could say, I don't know what happened in the conversation, but unless they've like rendezvoused recently or maybe like all of a sudden they've chit-chatted more than normal and maybe they just hit it off and they realize, oh, you're a cool person. I'm a cool person. I don't don't know. I'm not really big into the neighbor thing, but they were on the porch. Yeah. There's not really a whole lot of missing pieces to the story. Right. I think you could trace this all back to one thing, McCall. Rumor mill. Well, that. Stupidity. Nosy neighbors. Nosy neighbors. Anybody got to deal with those? Anybody classify themselves as a nosy neighbor? Oh, boy. Our passive-aggressive neighbor ex, I think handled it pretty well. Yeah. Beginning of the debate at 8, the Beezer Lucky Key debate at 8 on VFX. Didn't seem to do anything wrong from our side of the story. The story we got. At least, yeah. So I think you backtracked all the neighbor drama. She got frosted out because she thanked. Uh, random husband neighbor for jump starting her car with a few sodas and a little chit chat yeah. on the porch, and that was it. Yeah. Now all of a sudden she gets frosted by the neighbors. How many people are nosy neighbors? That's the question, McCall. Because I think that's where this all starts from. They're uh, sticking their sticking their noses where the business doesn't belong. I'm not a nosy neighbor. I'm getting worse. No, I totally just notice stuff. I mean, that sounds like something a nosy neighbor would say. I don't know. I. I don't know. It makes me feel weird to say that I'm a nosy neighbor because I'm not a nosy neighbor. It's not like I'm like, oh, they got an Amazon package. I wonder what they bought. Oh, let's see. That's the third one this week. Like, I don't care about that kind of stuff. But I, I notice how. Sound like there's a butt coming. Yeah, I, I notice how many times, like, my neighbors mow their lawn and then I feel like less than good. Well, I mean, that I don't think is being nosy because it makes the noise. It's like across the street. I swear, my neighbor has, like, the most immaculate yard. It is beautiful. I mean, beautiful. They're out there mowing it every two days. I swear, <laughs> one direction, the other direction, well, diagonal, let's, 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 horizontal, let's, vertical, <laughs> all of the above. Let's split it into two parts. There's a difference between. I think you could you could be nosy and still not be a nuisance. It's yeah. when the gossiping starts. Yeah. Then that's get, bad, right? Yeah. Then get the heck out. That's what it's bad. I want no part of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, w- w- would you consider yourself a nosy neighbor? I would say I'm very aware of my surroundings. Yeah. I like that. Observant is usually yeah, the one I go yeah. with. Josh, Josh yeah. is just doing his part for the neighborhood, yeah. McCall, making sure nothing suspicious is going on. Just got to make sure there are no, like, you know, weird cars or, you know, strange yeah. things going on or your neighbor didn't, you know, forget to turn off their water. Right. Josh, Josh, help me because I live in a triplex and the last thing I want to do is be a creep. Give me, a, Give me a tip here. How do you be attentive and not nosy? I don't know. For me, it's I got kids, so I just am always outside with uh, the kids. So reasonable, easy to be observant when you're out there with your kids. You know, that's but I guess fair. If you don't have kids, I don't know your situation. I guess it could be creepy though if you're just, <laughs> I don't know, just gazing outside by yourself. I usually just right. find an excuse to do a chore outside. Like, oh man, the porch needs to be broomed off the fourth time this week. Oh, it's so dirty. Oh yeah. Oh, I got I got to go check the mail because I think I got a package coming. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, I, I, I'm definitely getting worse. We'll look at the poll today here to see how many people want to confess this. But so, uh, without delving too much of your business, again, I could be nosy but not gossip. So, my uh, one of my neighbors has has a child, his okay. daughter, who's adorable, right? And she's not with baby daddy. And so, uh, the other day they swap or whatever. I, I don't really know the story, but I. Dad came to pick up daughter. Normal right, thing, right? Right. What I had realized in the X amount of time, almost two years I lived there, I had never seen it before. So the first thing I did when Ashley got it, I was like, you'll never guess who I saw today. Oh my gosh. Because I had never seen it before. That's funny. So I was like, who is that? I, I am getting a little bit worse. No, see, curious. I'm a curious neighbor. How about that? I noticed when like, my neighbors fight. Well, how can you not? They're yelling. They're yelling. Oh, they're yelling. <laughs> I mean, my neighbors once fought outside my bedroom window. I heard that. Oh, boy. Is it my fault that I heard what they were talking about? I was in the room. <laughs> Don't worry, but from the conversation, I decided who's at fault. <laughs> Samesies, bro. Samesies. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's something that, that you notice. 
And it's like you start to get to know all of the people around. So I feel a little bit awkward because I live in a I live in a really small town. Right. And I love where I live so much. So last night, um, I went out. I had to go turn off the water out in my front yard because, you know, conserving stuff. So <laughs> there were a couple of girls that were walking up the street. And I feel awkward because I'm like, I don't want to come out my house if there are like, and they were young girls just like walking up the street. People can just walk around in, in my neighborhood. That's just how it is. And so I was like, I don't want to go outside and be like a weirdo. You know, unlike all those other neighborhoods where people aren't allowed to walk. So right. I'm, the, uh, dude, they were like nine or 10, like they were young. And so anyway, I'm it's like curious. That's curious. I'm like sitting out there in my house and I'm like, I should probably not go outside while they're like in the middle of the street because I don't want it to seem like I'm weird and like walking out. So then I overthink it. And then I decided to go out and turn off my water. And one of the girls was like, oh my gosh, hi, McCall. And I was like, hi. Crap. I felt so awkward. And now they know that you were spying on them. They listen, obviously. <laughs> they obviously listen. I just felt so awkward. I didn't know what to do. Off the top of your dumb buffer here, because obviously there's some people who are not going to be honest about this. Kay. How many people deceived about the poll today? Buffer zone, percentage-wise. How many people deceived? Yeah. What percentage lied that they, they said, no, nah, I'm not a nosy neighbor. They are. Oh, just freak. Quick, like quick 25. Zone. 25%. Well, in the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today, would you consider yourself a nosy neighbor? 69% said no. Minding my business. Oh, get out. <laughs> I That's would concur bogus. with that assessment. I'm going to go with 45% now. <laughs> Shoot. Everybody's a nosy neighbor. <laughs> you know what's going on. I, oh, I, don't I, you even give me that BS. I've been in like your friend groups. We sit down and it's like, oh my gosh, you'll never believe what Susie down the street did this last week. So blah, 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 blah. Attentive, blah. McCall. We're attentive. We're curious. <laughs> We're looking out for the no, safety. No, that's straight gossip, sis. We're not going for. We're not going for. I'm looking out for the safety of the neighborhood. That's straight gossip. You can go ahead and say you're not a nosy neighbor. You're a nosy neighbor. You live off of drama. You live for things like the keeping up with the Kardashians and stuff like that because you get to peek in on other people's drama. Well, this isn't in the end of the neighborhood thing, McCall. Okay. I can't. I. I, just, I think you can tell the pandemic's gone on a little long. Mm-hmm. People are just basically like, I don't know what it is about your face, but I'm sick of it. This one though is more relationship based. Somebody oh. needs some serious advice. Mm. And of course, when it involves gift giving, there's no bigger expert than the McCall Taylor because you know her family's all about them gifts. Yeah, Mountain Dew and stuff. There you go. Here's a soda. So I just had a thought before we get to our uh, listener who needs help, okay. AJ McCall at VFX, and I, I promise, Kyle, I'm not trying to delay you. No, no, no. But since you said you overthink the fact about like just people walking by and you yeah. want to go outside and think you're spying on them, do you overthink the fact that there are definitely people who are asking us fairly consistently for our, our advice? No. Interesting. Okay. What's going on, Kyle? So my dilemma is for my birthday – my girlfriend ended up getting me tickets to a show that we were both really excited to go see. And the show's still happening despite everything going on in the world. So we've been on again, off again for years now. And she comes to me about two weeks ago and tells me, hey, you know what? I just can't do this anymore. We need to be done. And she ended up blocking me. On all social media, she she wouldn't respond to any texts or, or, you know, pick up the phone. I think she blocked my number, and she told me she was doing that because she needed to, to, to get closure and she needed to be able to, to walk away. Okay. So fine. So for a whole week, you know, I, I don't hear anything. So I figure it's over. So I asked some friends if they want to go with me to this show. They can't go. Uh, my, I don't have any family here. So I go to my neighbor and my neighbor and I have always kind of had a thing for each other, but we've never done anything about it because we've never been single at the same time, you know, and uh, until now. Yeah. And so I asked her, I was like, you know what, here's what happened. And, and girlfriend broke up with me, doesn't want anything to do with me, but I have these tickets. So I asked her out and she said, yes. And I'm really excited, right? Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Until I get a call from my girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever you want to call her. So she calls me and she tells me that she's better now. She's thought about it and she definitely wants to be together. It also so happens that the show 
is this weekend. Uh, and now all of a sudden she's okay and she wants to go and she wants to be together. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I told her. I, I told her. I was like, hey, you, you know, look, we're not together. You, I didn't hear from you. I couldn't get in touch with you anyway. Right. I've invited somebody else. She is now upset. Yeah. And telling me she's the one who got me these tickets. She should be going with me. And she's even threatened to cancel the tickets if I don't take her. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a fun night anyway. No, no. <laughs> not at all. It doesn't sound like something I'd want to be a part of. I, I At this point, uh, I, I'm confused because, like, I, I shouldn't take her, right? I mean, there's no way she should be able to go. I mean, she, she literally told me we were done. She blocked me from everything. Has nothing to do with me, but then all of a sudden, a few days before the show is supposed to happen, all of a sudden she wants to go? Yeah, I don't, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think she really wants to go with you. I think she just wants to go. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I, like, that, that, that's what I think too, but now she's threatening to cancel the ticket. So it's like, wh- you know, what do I do? And, and she's really pissed off that I'm going with my neighbor. Yeah. Because apparently we, you know, things, and I have no idea why. I, I, I don't know. I'm confused. Do I, do I just give her the money for the tickets and be like, you know what? Here you go. Get out of my life. Do I take her and just try to settle everything? Just break up with her afterwards? Like I, okay. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm throwing myself at the mercy of y'all. Whoo! Thank you, Kyle, for calling it. Yeah. So McCall. Assessment initially, I think spot on. Obviously, she just wants to go, right? She, yeah, that's the whole point. That's what she wants. I think there's no logically arguing with an illogical person. Yes, because the ex seems to think all that crap. Because my policy is, you give the gift. It's a there's, gift. There's it's no decision. Yeah, like you're you're factored out. But she ain't working that way. I think Kyle, for the least amount of headache. I think you just forfeit the tickets. You wanted to go on the date with uh, the neighbor. Right. Find something else to do. I mean, that's easy yeah. to sleep, right? Just, she goes. Yeah. X is out of your life. Right. You don't have to worry about it. Right. And then you go on the date with the person you want to go on a date with. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. Then you go do something else because then you don't have to go see the ex at all. Just yeah. leave Just leave the tickets in like your mailbox or something. <sighs> Be like, come grab them because I don't want to see you. Seriously. I mean, if she's if she's going as far as to block an you, I throw off a mountain. Yeah. Good luck. Here's if directions. She's, if she's at the point where she's going to block you on social media and she's going to get rid of you that way, she doesn't want to hang out with you. She's also probably a little crazy. I'm gonna be honest. No, she's, she's a little bonkers. No. Well, I mean, if you I'm really, not saying that. I'm saying that because if you wanted to go. Just, I mean, it's not a good thing either. Just stick it out. You look, it's it's dumb. So 68255 is the number of text. Start your text with VFX to help Kyle what you think you should do. I think we're on a pretty good path here. Can I raise a different issue? I don't sure. want to say Kyle's in the wrong at all because it sounds like based on the story, dude's just kind of getting the raw end here. Okay. But something in that story gives me a big, big, big pause. Uh-oh. Help Kyle out his issue with uh, tickets to a show. Yeah. Girlfriend bought him, then broke up with him. Then blocked him on all social media. Which to that, that would seem like, like. Okay, it's done. <laughs> AJ would call it VFX. If I could just throw a little, little nugget in there. I have been blocked by exes on social media and have come back. And would you like to guess if it went well the, the afterwards? No. It didn't. Surprise. It's not going to go well. So then now, right before the show. Kyle gets date lined up, super pumped about it. Right. Ex-girlfriend wanders back and says, I bought the ticket. You got to take me. I'm going to cancel. <sighs> got a text message here that says. Sounds manipulative. It does. Got a text message here that says, run, man. It's not worth it. Give up the tickets. Just, just stay out. away. Get out. Which I totally agree with. Yeah, just give the tickets back. So in Kyle's story, total crap. Ex-girlfriend, 100%. just be done. Be done. There's one thing that gave me pause. Okay. So in dating, there's one thing they tell. There's a couple things to tell you, but one of the big things to say is don't date coworkers. Yes. Because it's one of those things. Like it's same thing with personal life outside yeah. of relationship. You don't want to mingle your work, work and home because then everything blends. And if one falls apart, they're probably both both gonna fall apart. Right. So Kyle's date is with his neighbor. 
And I'm not saying I'm against it. It gives me pause, though, because isn't that kind of along the similar lines? Um, yes and no. Because you're not, like, stuck, stuck. But, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, if it goes bad, and I hope it doesn't, Kyle. Right. Because they said they've had kind of a thing. And right, on, and right. And now they finally get to go on a date. But isn't it kind of the same thing? Um, no. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. It just gives I me think pause it would be cause harder. Like, cause I think like, it would be more difficult, like, if you guys break up, because then, like, somebody else's car is over at her house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I wonder what's going on. Like, no, the paranoia it's, factor. It's okay, McCall. Only 31% of people said they're nosy oh, neighbors. right. It's Sorry. Fine. I was bad. in the poll the day early. <laughs> no, that's that for... Oh, that'd be I tough. I think that would be awful. That'd be awful. However, I don't think it makes for, like, a worse situation, because, like, if you're if you're... If you bought your house, then it's, I think, more difficult because you can't get out as easy. Right. Because then you have to, like, I, I didn't sell say it, it I, and I'm all assuming, of that jazz. Yeah, if you're renting, then I guess it's not that, like, I mean, it's still a big deal because you'd have, if you wanted to move, you'd have to move, but you're not, like, trying to sell a house. No, no, no. You're just That's trying fair. to bounce. I guess you could- no, it's fair. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. Can you imagine that? You break up with someone and then you're saying, like next to him I'm and not, you see the car. You know, like, yeah, I'm not trying to doom this relationship no, not for at all. our friend Kyle. I'm not even against it. It just gives no, me No, I'm not pause. either. Because I've dated coworkers before and then it goes terrible. And then, uh, and you know, people are people. Like I, I dated a girl in college. I got her job at the college radio station I was working at. We broke up. Boss liked her more. I hated it. Could not stand it. it yeah. the worst. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how how I'd feel about that kind of a situation okay. about, going on a date with a neighbor. How about this then? How about this? So you're not against it. What about the fact that early on in the relationship, I think it's crucial for their, before the honeymoon period, like the feeling out process, I think it's crucial for there to be that kind of time away, you know, because absence yeah. builds, I think it builds Makes the fondness the early on. Makes the stronger. Yeah. Fonder. Early on, if you're neighbors... I mean, just move I know you're home. <laughs> just move in. I'm coming downstairs. Hello. I'm just kidding. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, just, I pause. Not against. Just, no. Just pause. Just a quick tea. But I, I think the conclusion we came to for Kyle's story is just get rid of the tickets. Give them back to the ex. She can have them. She didn't get to hold that over your head. Last thing anyone wants is to give people leverage that they don't like. And then just since you're so pumped, find a different date for the neighbor. You guys have been feeling this vibe. I'm sure the neighbor will totally understand. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good luck, Kyle. Nicole and I aren't dooming the relationship. Good luck. Whew. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, social distancing, because uh-huh. obviously Kyle's going to put that super into practice with his ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. There's a UK pub that I don't think Kyle should use, Uh-oh. but it could be inspiring. There's an idea? AJ McCall on VFX. Social distancing is a thing we're all supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not saying that Kyle, who we again we talked to earlier, right? Uh, he's he's got a weird situation. Avoiding his ex should do this, but find inspiration. Well, you find inspiration where you find inspiration. So on July 4th, McCall, British pubs were allowed to reopen. However, oh boy, they were not allowed to go up to the bar. They had to do table service. Okay. So there was no that way. There's no congestion. There's not a bunch of people right. around where all the drinks are. It Yo, makes sense, on right? Me. Got it. So uh, that is kind of unusual. Table services because like tipping and all that stuff doesn't really exist in Europe. That's all unusual for them. So what did the bar? What did one UK pub do to stop people from coming up to the bar? They put up an electric fence. That's a thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best idea at a place where you know you're kind of. Paying to potentially lose your better judgment. Yeah. But it will work. I'm not going to go up to an electric fence. No. <laughs> so, again, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Kyle should should use this fine inspiration, maybe. Are you allowed to put an electric fence? Like, obviously, this is on private property because right? the bar zone. But, like, I don't know, like my yard. If I'm just sick of people being in my yeah. yard, can I just well, electric fence my yard? Depends. On your landlord. Well, I mean, I mean, what if I own the house? Let's yes, say, okay, you can do whatever you, you want. You can you put an electric? Oh yeah, fence we've got on one you? up right now. Hmm. Horses. Hmm. Just, uh, just a thought. <laughs> Stay away from my house. Go away. <laughs>
<laughs> that's like the, on, that's like the ultimate. Go away. Uh, you know, from our TikTok Tuesday this week, get the f off my lawn. It was actual letter f. Yeah, you ran off the lawn with an f. But Sorry. that's that's actually what it is. You're like, all right, that's it. Electric fence. Oh, you got horses? No, no, no. It surrounds the property. <laughs> you can't come here. Anybody coming without me knowing. Look, I, I, I hate to break it to you. I'm listening. Electric fence, you can like skirt underneath. Really easy. Well, that's what, you just that's can't what the barbed wire's it. for. What? Oh, sorry. That's on top. Landmines. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's why, real said, real fast. that's why producer Butters needs to build a moat. I'm still on Moats him getting a moat. With? An electric fence. Grasshoppers. And get, yeah, he's got those. Oh, right. That minor inconvenience. That's the minor inconvenience that's the, the biggest Grasshoppers. Thing. I'm super, he must have been, must not be as bad a year. Maybe he's just learned tolerance. We no, they're heard starting about to get them. really bad. Oh, are they? Yep. Say, he hadn't said a whole lot about him yet. It's drying out. We'll hear. You're the hoppers of, are coming. If you're a fan of the after show, he'll, he'll work them in there. He'll work in the grasshoppers every once in a while. AJ McCall on VFX. Uh, I found out a friend of mine, McCall, and look, I know nothing about fashion, so my opinion on this is, <laughs> but this is a form of accessorizing that I thought was a little bit much. I know not, not a thing. Me not either. a gosh darn thing about fashion, accessorizing, any of that stuff. Yeah, same. AJ and McCall on VFX. That being said, I got a Facebook friend who shall remain anonymous. <laughs> That's a good idea. We'll see if I pick up Facebook roulette today. Who uh, posted about the fact that she was buying masks like I do accessories. And if you know what my earring and shoe collections look like, you understand why this is a problem. And I guess I get it. And I'm all for masking up, by the way. Bravo. Right. Yes, yes. But, but do you really need to accessorize your mask? Yeah. Why not? Like, if you're going to be wearing it, you may as well. Right? Well, I mean, one, if you want to buy like, one you really like, but like... I'm not going through to like bedazzle bunch. it. But <laughs> Freak. Why not? I mean, you're spending... If you're spending, what, $10, $10 or something like that on like one of those... I've got a couple of different friends that are in the like clothing business that are... Like they have successful online retail shops and they are selling them like hotcakes because they're selling them for like $10 or something like that where you have a refillable, like you can put a reusable filter in it mm-hmm. and then you can take it out, you know, because using the same mask over and over. Blah, 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 I'm, blah. I'm on board with getting one that you think is cool. I'm talking oh, no. about accessorizing in terms of like half a dozen, yeah. double digits. No, don't need that many. Why? A few. Why not? Why do you need that many? Because they're cute. I mean, if I have a if I have a black one, then it'll match with anything. Or I can get a white one that'll also match with anything. I have one that looks like space. Like, it's got, like, a galaxy on it. Um, I have one that's, like, blue and white, and it's got little, like, designs and stuff on it. Um, but I have, I have, like, friends that are in the higher fashion stuff, and it's, like, Louis Vuitton is putting out masks, and... I think that's a little over the top. That's how you know it's gone bad. Whatever. If you want to buy a Louis Vuitton mask, more power to you. It's not my money. It's yours. I think the amount of masks you need. I took the the McCall Taylor strategy. I have one at work, one at home, one in my car, and that's it. You Places like, I need. You got to make sure you put in a new a new filter. Right. Yes. <laughs> you may as well just have as many as you want. I mean, I'm. Go sure. for it. I, I okay. I don't know fashion. Match I just, it with your socks. I, I think go, it's go ridiculous with it. to Who make cares? fashion statement with them. I think you just need a handful. But you nah, I'm oh, fashion. So apparently, this is just me not knowing fashion again. I also don't know fashion, but I I'm not shocked because like if I have a galaxy mask and I wear it with like something that totally clashes, like that's not cool. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing from the AJ and McCall show that you will see for the day. Not really, but it's the last thing we leave you with on the on-air stuff. So, AJ and I, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook. McCall, what did you pick? Uh, I landed on my friend Jordan, and it says, it's all about who's going to be at your Sunday barbecue, kicking it back on your porch in 10 years. Hmm. I like that. No, it makes you think of how I met your mother. It's uh, what Lily did with Ted's girlfriend. She did the porch test. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wish I had something more thought-provoking. Sorry. I landed on my friend Kay. It's a two people talking to each other to tweet. First one is, how lazy are you? Second one, I take naps after I wake up from sleeping. Ooh, I've done that. That's okay. Relatable. 
Yeah. I, I'm I taking that. care of a adult cat this week because uh, that's what Ashley's doing. You know, sleeping. Right. Sleeping. Right. And then she gets up. She's like, you know what we should do? Sleep. Yeah. You know what we haven't done recently? Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. So I no, hope I she feel feels that. better. I feel that. I hope she feels better. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media, just like Utah's VFX across all social media. Find us, follow us. That's how you get entered in for those Serenoni Blank giveaways uh, with one upcoming. Yeah. We've also got a YouTube. You can find us on your smart speakers. We've got a mobile app, Utah's VFX across the board, and of course, utahsvfx.com. You can get entered in for lunch with listeners. Stream us there. Find the links to all the social media and the podcast. Or search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. So McCall, you think the world's going to end today? Uh, the I don't weather's know. It'd a little be on bit track more... for 2020. <laughs> that's fair. No, I the don't think so. The weather's a little so. bit more ominous today than it has been the last few weeks. Yeah, that's okay. All right, you heard it from here first. The world is not going to end, so don't max out your credit cards. Live life like your last day, all that. It's... I mean, it's going to be a sunrise tomorrow. You should always live life like it's your last day and just appreciate the things that you have in front of you. However, living life like it's your last day and maxing out your credit cards is a very bad idea. So, yes, AJ, I agree. Don't do that. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.